All right, welcome back to another episode of the Epic Sagas, otherwise known as the Metal Blade Podcast, bringing you interviews and new music since 2006. Today we'll, we, we will be joined by Josh James, guitarist for Evergreen Terrace. How's it going, dude? All right. That sounds good. That's good. I'm laying, I'm laying in, a, in a hotel bathroom in my boxers and I smell like shit. That's how it's going. <laughs> That's a nice visual for all the listeners out there. Excellent. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. They wanted to visualize. All right. As always, visit MetalBlade.com for all news and tour updates. We'll be right back with Josh. But right now, here is the title track from Evergreen Terrace's new album, Wolf Biker, which is in stores now. Give us another big woo! Wee. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> understand josh you are uh, on tour right now uh while we are recording this podcast where exactly are you again some hotel um i am at a place called the king's house it's a nice little shitty hotel in flagstaff arizona all right i've been to flagstaff it's very nice in the winter very trees and snow and you know postcard oh. style so far so 
good. I we see that they have a cracker barrel, so I, I believe that we will be uh, hitting that up pretty soon before we head up to the Grand Canyon. Cause, uh, Excellent. Save the day, day off, and, and surprisingly, throughout the eight years of this band being a band, the one place we have not gone is the Grand Canyon. We're going to take advantage of that today. Make sure you yell into it so it echo- echoes or something. Of course, I will do whatever <laughs> touristy things I can do today. Excellent. Uh, well, you're out supporting new album, album Wolf Biker, and seriously, all I can picture, like, the Wolf Biker tour is, like, you guys, you know, ditched your tour van, and you're just going from show to show on five motorcycles, like, one for each guy, and you're all sitting on the back of them with your arms around a big wolf who's steering the thing. Like, tell me that's true, because that's, like, my ultimate fantasy. That, honestly, that's pretty close. <laughs> uh, our bad attitude level hasn't, hasn't gone that high yet, so we're on Vespa's. Oh, excellent. And we're holding on to the backs of dogs. But pretty yep. soon, you know, with a little bit of luck, uh, you know, we'll be up to uh, choppers and, and man-eating wolves. Excellent. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Vespas are stylish, though. They're kind of retro. Vespas? <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I'm just, I'm assuming you are in a van, you know. We'll, we'll crush the fantasy right now, and uh, you are in a van. Yeah, we'll, we'll crush it. We're in, a, uh, we're in a nice 2003 Ford 350 that doesn't have any brakes. Ooh. So, you know, that, that makes it interesting. So you'll have to stick your feet out the door to stop it, right? Like, kind of like a roller skate stopper thing? Actually, we have the bottom cut out, um, similar to, like, a Flintstone mobile. Like Flintstone style, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what, um... What are the, besides, you know, uh, I guess obviously very good sneakers, um, what are the essential tour items that always must be present in your Evergreen Terrace Wolf Biker Tour Vehicle of Doom? Mm. That's what I'm naming it, by the way. Definitely seats to sit on. Um, DVD players are always a nice little touch to to get through those 20-hour drives. And uh, just a, a radio, that's about all we need to keep us happy. What was the last thing you said? Arabia. Oh, I thought you said Arabia. <laughs> and Arabia. Uh, as long as we have uh, a little bit of Arabia inside of our van, then we're, we're solid. Awesome. And uh, so after you finish this tour, uh, you're going to Europe, is that correct? Yes. And uh, who are you going with? Uh, for the first uh, few days, we're going to, or for the first, I guess, two weeks, I should say, we're going with uh, Agnostic Front and Sworn Enemy. Italy, Russia, and Spain, and then we uh, are doing a couple weeks with, um, it'll be the Sandams, Plus, Hatebreed, and Ignite, and Death Before Dishonor. So we're, we're, pretty, we're pretty pumped on that. It'll be our third time going over to Europe, and uh, every time that we've it's gone, it's gotten crazier and crazier, so we can't wait to get back over there now. All right, so I have a little task for you. Um, I, I want you to bring me back some stuff. Mm-hmm. I want some pasta from Italy. I want some good German beer, and uh, I want some killer French bread from France. All right. Kind of like a scavenger hunt. And if you're going to Russia, bring me back some good vodka, too. Do you want to I can try to bring you back a prostitute as well? No, that's okay. I heard they're clean. Uh, I'm good, thanks. All right. All right. <laughs> they come in all shapes and sizes, just so you know. All right, well, you guys, like, you seem to have, like, a wide range of touring partners. Like, for instance, you t- last year you were out with, like, Cannibal Corpse and In Flames and all the Sounds of the Underground crew, and uh, currently you're on tour with Strung Out. Uh, is it fun to be able to have that kind of range and crossover appeal? Yeah, it's, it, it's really cool. I mean, 
<clears throat> that's that's one of the things that uh, I think that we have um, an advantage over a lot of bands is that uh, you know we draw influences from from punk rock to to hardcore to metal. So um, you know sometimes it's a little bit easier for us to get on a tour like that. You know, right now, like you said, we're on tour with Strung Out, and it's awesome because you know the the people that come out to a Strung Out show are not any of the people that come out to you know tours with uh, you know. Cannibal Corpse and so sounds the upper ground or, you know, with Throwdown and bands like that. So uh, it's awesome to be able to play to such, like, diverse crowds throughout the, the entire year and play with, play, with, play with bands that that we not only, like, enjoy touring with, but that we like as well. Like, we're, we are a huge Strung Out fan, you know, a band that, that a majority of us grew up on. So it's really awesome for us to be able to watch them, you know, every night for 45 days in a row. Did you get all their autographs? Yeah, we did. It was, it was <laughs> cute. Kyle actually, uh, he, he played a song with them uh, live, so I think that, you know, that, you know, wet his whistle a bit. And, um, and <laughs> their drummer's been playing a, a song with us every now and then uh, live as well, so that's uh, really cool. The store's been a bit crazy. They had their van and trailer completely stolen from them in uh, Philadelphia, so uh, they all just hopped in our van. And we just, uh, you know, rolled out 14 deep for a while. <laughs> 14 and, uh, deep. <laughs> brought everybody a little bit closer. That's awesome. Your idols in your van. and you Like, they're your idols, and you get to save the day for them. That's, uh, that's pretty exciting. It is poetic. <laughs> it's, it's not really exciting that their stuff got stolen, but, you know. No, no. You guys made the best of it, I guess. <laughs> if you can imagine that. But no, it's been it's been awesome. This has probably been one of the one of the most fun tours I've I've ever been on. Right on. Well, it's good that you're staying busy. What's uh What's in store after uh, Europe and for the new year? Um, we're gonna have to celebrate Christmas this year. We haven't done that in a while, and uh, we're gonna hit up uh, a tour with Azalea Dying in Jan- January to February. Um, that'll be in the states. Ooh. On that and. Uh, after that, we'll just see where the good devil takes us. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take another break, and here's another track off the new album. This is High Tide or No Tide, and we'll be right back. Nothing more to my love 
Again, that was High Tide or No Tide, and we are still here with Josh from Evergreen Terrace. And uh, I would really like to know about the name of the record, Wolf Biker. Uh, give me the rundown. I want to know what this means. You want to know what a wolf biker means? I want you to tell me. Well, if you're asking, you don't know. <laughs> I may or may not know, but a lot of people listening may not know. So we have to fill them in. The question that is so hard to answer, but yet so easy to live by. Um, <laughs> you know, you can look at it one or two ways. It's a hilarious visual of a wolf riding a boat, a wolf riding a motorcycle. You know, you mix two of the, I would say, the coolest things on planet Earth, and then you have the ultimate coolest thing ever. Or you can look at it as... Uh, kind of a philosophy, like a way of, of to live your life. It's sort of like about um, free thinking. That's what the record's about, and I guess that's what the actual term wolf biker means. It's, uh, you know, now there's so many people that are just letting letting modern-day, like, society influence them on their and their, and their lives and their actions, you know, with, with what to wear, what music to listen to, what bands to like, and, uh, you know, what it thinks cool and what's not think what's cool and, I think a lot of people just forget that they have their own brains and they have the, you know, they can make their own decisions and, and they can do virtually whatever they want. It's completely up to them. So uh, that's, I guess, the first side of it. Okay, we'll take that. <laughs> and speaking, speaking of, uh, I, I have to ask about another title. You guys recently did a video for the song Cheney Can't Quite Riff Like Helmets Page Hamilton. And uh, for those who haven't seen it, go to myspace.com slash evergreenterrace and click the link to watch it. Uh, but before we get to the specifics of the video, you have to tell us the meaning behind that song title. Is uh, is it in reference to uh, your guitar player? Yes. Our, <laughs> our guitar player's last name is Chaney. And uh, our last record that came out in 2005, there was a review in a, I guess, somewhat popular magazine called Alternative Press. And there was a decent review, but... Uh, one of the one of the hits they they definitely threw at us was um, they said that Cheney can't quite riff like someone Paige Hamilton, but he sure can't sing like him. <laughs> Find that we are a Helmet ripoff band, which I thought was hysterical, and everyone else did. Helmet's a great band, but uh, I would say out of out of a lot of the bands that we draw our influence from, um, you know, we they're not one that we quote unquote would rip off. Very interesting. And, uh, you know, Helmet has a pretty, you know, defined sound. And I think it would be a little bit easier to, to notice if we completely ripped off Helmet. But uh, so that was just kind of a uh, just a little stab back there at uh, at the reviewer. And uh, you know, we just thought it was hilarious. You know, we're going to think keep, keep things you know as, as fun as possible while we're in this band. And we thought that uh, that, that definitely deserved a uh, a song title. <laughs> That's a, that's an awesome story. I actually didn't know that. I'm not making that oh. up. <laughs> All right. So so that was the, the that, that's the video track. Uh, tell us who directed the video and uh, kind of give us a little uh, treatment of it. You know who did who directed it? How much fun it was to make? Um, Brian Thompson and 1171 Production Group uh, flew out to Jacksonville, actually to our hometown, and uh, on a, about a three day notice, we filmed it over the span of two days. Uh, he's done videos for um, the new Asley Dying video, uh, Killfish Engage, Holy Diver. I believe he also co-directed the Angels and Airways video. So he's 
done some some really awesome work. And uh, out of all the directors that we had talked to, you know, he was our our number one that we were really pushing for. And um, you know, the concept is it was a little bit. It came out between uh, between us and him. You know, we we came up with it together, and so that was a lot of fun just working with him. He was he was awesome to work with. But like I said, he came out came out to Jacksonville, and he he brought a crew of uh, of you know three or four other people, and about 150 extras just showed up, and uh, you know just went balls out and had a blast. There was there was a ton of problems. You know, it would it would pour rain 45 minutes, just hard as hell. And the sun would come out so bright, and they couldn't film it. So, really, a lot of the video is just filmed like in like five to ten minute increments. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah, and, it, and it, it started getting bad. You know, you know, we're sitting out there for ten hours. You have 150 people, you know, waiting around for free, and eventually they start they start you know leaving, and then the crowd starts weeding out. You know, there's definitely some uh, there's some there's some shots in there that there were probably only 15 or 20 extras in there, but the way that he shot it, you know, he, he made it, he made it look like there was, there was a lot more. So, um, we're really stoked with the way that it came out. The house that's in the video that, uh, that gets destroyed is, uh, one of our friend's uncle bought some land and had this house on it and he was going to tear it down. And we talked to him about shooting the video in there and he's like, I don't give a shit what you do to it. <laughs> well, all right. So, uh, you know, we spent like three days, there's, there's three, as soon as we confirmed the video, we, we headed out to the house and started digging through uh, local people's trash, taking their old furniture and their lamps and their books and whatever, completely furnishing the house. Little did we know that, you know, spending that 72 hours, um, you know, furnishing the house and trying to make it look all fucked up, little did we know that in the end it's only going to show about a two-second clip of the house, so... It was definitely it was definitely a lot of work, but it was a lot of fun at the same time. And uh, the jeep that uh, that gets smashed through the windows—that's our actually our uh, our accountant. <laughs> and uh, it was pretty random. Um, he's good friends with my stepbrother, and he just kind of showed up in his jeep, and he's like, "I wonder if the director would let me drive my jeep to this house." And I was like, "You know, that sounds like a great idea." Wow! As long as he doesn't mind it getting all messed yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, probably the worst idea that we could possibly have ended up being uh, the best. So, um, you know, no one, you know, a few people got hurt, a few people got a little bit cut up with class and shit. There were some, there were some moments where some kids were just raging on the house, smashing it up, and you know, people would get their arm cut or their their face cut. But I guess now looking back on it, it wasn't really that safe. You know, you put a bunch of. Uh, <laughs> Go check out the video, myspace.com slash evergreen terrace. I've actually seen it. it. It's amazing. It just looks like it was a ton of fun to do. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of stuff. All right, well, uh, we'll switch gears a little bit here. Uh, I always like to ask people what is uh, currently in their CD player, in their iPod, uh, any new bands you're checking out these days. Okay, I just drove eight and a half hours. And for the entire eight and a half hours, I listen to No Effects. Oh, are they your heroes too? 
It was awesome. <laughs> um, I, I just picked up the new Dropkick Murphys record, and it's it's really fucking good. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what I've been listening to a lot of. Actually, I've been listening to a lot of the new Strung Out since we're on tour with them, and I hear the songs every day. I decided to pick up the record and kind of just listen to it a lot. But um, I think that's that, definitely that Dropkick Murphys is what I've been talking a lot lately. Yeah. Cool. All right, we're, we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up. Is there anything you want to tell the masses out there about the new record? Or wait, anything? wait, wait, wait. I have a question for you. Are you oh, that uh, that I I didn't say I was listening to an extreme metal band. What's that? Are you disappointed that I that I said that I wasn't listening to an extreme? Absolutely band? not, man. I'm hooked on Bat for Lashes and the new Beirut. <laughs> All right, All right. <laughs> I want to make sure. Oh no no no, that's totally fine. You know, it, and that's an interesting point, though. A lot of times when I ask people that, it's it's like, it's not metal stuff. When I was hanging out with Nick from Azalea Dying a long time ago, like, he got me way into cat power. Like, he was all stoked on the new cat power. <laughs> you know what's the best part about that? I a, if I had to guess the band that you were going to say when talking to him, it would cat power. Really? No, not really at all. <laughs> All right, let, let's wrap this up. All right, <laughs> all right. Tell tell everybody, uh, tell the masses anything you like. It's open, Josh Forum. Oh my gosh, raise hell and pussy burns hell. I'll see you around. <laughs> Is that it? I don't know what to say. I don't have anything to say to the masses. Okay. All good, man. Again, all right. New Evergreen Terrace album, Wolf Biker, is in stores now. Make sure to go pick it up. Thank you, Josh, for taking the time to talk to us today. And we will end this podcast with the track we were just mentioning. Chaney can't quite riff like Helmut's Paige Hamilton. All right, see you later, Josh. All right, see ya. <laughs>